Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. gentlemen thanks for tuning in to pure mind magic and interview friday with an amazing guest today that wasn't easy to get on the show tommy breedlove he is an awesome coach when it comes to finding balance dealing with money creating your financial freedom and freedom in general and he also talks about the power of choice He's the founder of Choose Goodness and he will explain why it is so important to invest in yourself. And he also talks about his daily routines that help him stay in a good mood and get so much done. So you can expect great value from this interview. Before we start with Tommy, here's a quick note that my new book, How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, Unleash Endless Possibilities, is out now. Because maybe you are a coach, author, or have your own business and are thinking of creating a podcast as a marketing tool to really get in touch with your clients and customer. Podcasting definitely is a great way to do that. And my book gives you everything at hand, what you need to get started and also first to find out if podcasting is the right tool for you. So a lot of cool benefits by reading it. It is written in an entertaining way with a lot of resources. It is available as ebook or as hard copy, whatever you like, and you will find the direct link to get it from Amazon in the show notes. But now time for my tremendous guest and here is for you Tommy Breedlove. Hi, Tommy. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Victoria. It's amazing to be here. So, Tommy, you are in a special place at the moment. You told me you are in Atlanta and there are some interesting circumstances around you because <laughs> there's a big storm. Can you tell us more about it? <laughs> yes, we've been somewhat of in a in a major drought here for the past month, and it's been we've had record temperatures, record high temperatures. And for those of you who don't know, Atlanta, Georgia is in the southeast United States, a very warm part of the United States. And five minutes before this podcast, uh, the the heavens opened up, and now we have thunder, lightning, heavy rain. And I was a little concerned about our Wi-Fi, but it seems to be rocking and rolling. So excited to be here, Victoria, and and we really need this rain. So this is amazing. 
Okay, nice. So there's already some magic involved here, I guess. And yes, I think some real magic. <laughs> this is a good starting point. Maybe because you are a really good coach and you have so much knowledge around it. What would you advise, Tommy, for people when they have to deal with major storms in their lives? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, and by the way, my wife's favorite word in the entire English dictionary or just in dictionaries period is magic. She absolutely loves that word. She always says, let's sprinkle some magic on this because she's always a glass half full person. So I just wanted to let you know, nice. since I know magic is one of your great things. Um, I would say if people are feeling storms in their life, the first thing you've got to do is take action. Always right. done. Either, either wait for the storm to pass or not do anything. And so when it, whether it's a major change or a major choice that you have to make to get out of your certain storm, whatever, whatever, whatever obstacle you're facing in life is you have to take massive, courageous, courageous action, participate in your own rescue and take some sort of movement to either change your situation, make a big choice or to do something to improve the situation so that you can move forward. So many of people that I talk to, when it's so easy to do the things we've always done, but it's very hard and takes a lot of courage to make change. So that's what I would say if someone's actually facing a big storm and wondering what to do. That is very good advice here, Tommy. And maybe to give the listeners a deeper understanding of where you come from, can you give us a short overview who you are, what you're doing and where your field of expertise is? Yeah, I would love to share that with them. I So I spent 20 years in large financial consulting and public accounting firms. I grew up, um, and this is professionally, I grew up in a large firm called Deloitte. Um, it's all over the world. It's one of the largest um, public accounting and financial consulting firms in the world. And so I did 20 years of financial consulting, mergers and acquisitions, as well as um, public accounting. And so a little bit about me is at 36 years old, I was seemingly what's called successful. I had the nice office, I had the nice car, cufflinks, designer, business suit, and the title and thought that I had made it in life. But when I looked up and looked out the window and more importantly looked in the mirror, I really didn't like what I saw. I saw a very insecure, scared man who was making decisions out of fear of other people's opinions and what other people thought, as well as someone who was wearing all these masks and never being true to himself. So I was playing the role as important guy, tough guy, funny guy, can't ask for help guy. And I was also that guy who thought that when I turn the lights off last that I'm winning. And it really was manifesting. My marriage was crumbling. Friends were running out of my life. And I was literally compromising my values in the name of ambition and financial success. And so I did a hard, and it almost cost me everything. It literally at 36 years old almost cost me my life. And so I decided to make what we were talking about earlier a massive change and took great courage to transform myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically so that I could serve myself, so that I could serve my clients and serve uh, my family, my community, and anybody else that I touched. So I formed this movement called Choose Goodness And the most amazing things happened to me, the more the relationships that ha I have formed over the past eight years, my marriage is as strong as it's ever been. I'm making more money now than I ever have in my life. 
And now I concentrate these days on helping people with big choices and big changes in their lives so that they can live with meaning and significance in their zones of brilliance. And they can do this without compromising their financial success nor ambition. So that is my sweet spot. It's what I, I do a lot of public speaking on the matter. I'm a premier business and life coach for a lot of people and also run masterminds. And so I'm passionate about it because I went through two major transformations in my life. I'm a huge studier of self-development and mental and emotional toughness. And the most amazing thing happened to me when I, when I started making those changes in my life, all these other um, professional people reached out to me and said, Hey, I want what you've got to, I want to live with balance and fulfillment and significance in life. And I wanted to do this without compromising my ambition. So that's my sweet spot now, but it almost took me everything, losing everything to get there. So that's a short version of my story, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks. That sounds really amazing what you have been through and what you have accomplished there. And I think a lot of the listeners can relate to that. It is really that the pain has to be big enough before we make these changes. And especially when it comes to these big changes. So Tommy, you mentioned that you changed on several layers there also emotional and mental and I think when there are these big changes coming up it's very easy to deal with a lot of overwhelm there so what are your best tips to break it down and take one step at a time yeah and I'm a big fan of taking baby steps because we we as human beings are creatures of habit And so you can get overwhelmed if you said, well, I want to change this circumstance in my career or I want to change this relationship or I'm looking to make, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm lacking meaning and purpose in my life. So what we recommend when we start coaching with either an individual or a business to help them find meaning and purpose and really tie in their God-given talents with what they were put on this earth to do is we start small. And first of all, what I would suggest you do um, is take one actionable step. And it depends on what your flavor of work. Either read uh, a book of someone that inspires you, read a book of self-development, hire a coach like myself, or there's a lot of other coaches out in this world that do a really amazing job. Um, it could be starting a meditation practice. It could be joining a mastermind group of pe like-minded people who are working to better themselves. Any of those things are giant steps, but within each of those giant steps are small steps, whether it's a book or a coach or a mastermind group or just changing a circumstance in your life. It could be that there's somebody that's really negative in your life that's a what I call an energy vampire that's really just, just bringing you down. Maybe it's a small step of getting them out of your life. But the hardest thing at all, the hardest thing of all is to do something. Because again, we are creatures of habit and it's easy to watch that eighth hour of TV or have that third beer at the bar or do the things that we've always done. What's hard to do is take action to make yourself better because happiness and fulfillment, they're journeys, they're not, they're, 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 they're not destinations. And so what you want to do is equip yourself with as many tools 
in, in small, I think you made a great point in small increments so that when life gets tough or professional careers get tough, relationships get tough or things happen around you, that you have these multiple tools in your toolbox to help you be the best human possible and to help you make the clearest, most conscious and courageous and confident choices possible when things get tough. So there's a lot of baby steps that you can take along the way. That makes a lot of sense here, Tommy. And in your story, you mentioned that you are now in a position where you earn more money than ever before and you are really happy. So can you share with us what shifted in your mind to get to where you are now? Yeah, I think it's self-belief. And I think it doesn't matter what situation we are in life. Um, here's the thing. We all believe it or not, and I know this is getting a little heavy and I know we were trying to be a little bit lighter, <laughs> um, but this is, you know, this is real life. And I think on some level, all of us as human beings have worthiness issues, i.e. am I good enough? We all have insecurities. We all have fears. We've all had things that have happened to us. We've all made mistakes. But what we have to realize is that we're not alone. And so the work of getting to be a happy, courageous, loving, self-respecting human being takes a lot of work. And like you said, there's a lot of baby steps you can do. But to me, money and financial success, ambition and happiness are also a mindset. And so there's a lot of simple things you can do, how you talk to yourself, um, when you can get quiet, can you be present in the moment? It's, it's, it's a, it's a self-belief and a self-love that you have to cultivate And you also have to know that you're not alone in your insecurities, your fears, your worthiness issues. We've all got them. But we have to, you know, take steps to start believing in ourselves, start respecting in ourselves. And there's a whole lot of tools in that toolbox, too, from meditations to affirmations to forming a purpose statement to serving to there's a lot of different things you can do from an emotional and mental standpoint too so that you basically become a warrior in some way you know we work out in the gyms to make our bodies look good there's exercises that we can also do to make our emotions our mental and our spiritual states very strong too and when all four of those start becoming more developed and you becoming more aware success happiness a larger network um, a lot of amazing things start appearing in your life. It's basically the law of attraction, and it basically says that like attracts like and dark attracts dark. And so once you start putting gratitude and forgiveness and serving others as well as serving yourselves, you know, things come back to you tenfold. And I, I'm a firm believer in that, and I've lived on both sides of that equation. So um, I'm very passionate about the subject. I hope that's coming through because <laughs> <laughs> oh, at yeah. one point, actually two times in my, two times in my life, it was literally life or death. And so I hope that people will take action before things get really, really bad. And so uh, us as human beings and Victoria, I think you said it sometimes the worst thing we do is <laughs> wait till things get really bad to make any kind of significant change. And sometimes it's tough to do at that point. Yeah, I think this is a major problem. So a lot of people have to deal with and it's, of course, better to act before, as you said. But yeah, sometimes just life gets in the way and we get stuck and used to things and patterns keep repeating and repeating over in our lives. And I think it's the same when we talk about money. So you mentioned it already. And I think also it's a big 
mindset issue because of course you can't create wealth and abundance with a lack in mindset and I think this is the biggest problem people have to actually create financial freedom what would you say completely agree um, and we have to remember that money is a result it is it is only a tool and if you're a really good person with a lot of money you can do a lot of good with that money if you're a person that's struggling in life and um, tends to live in anger, judgment, fear, envy, jealousy, resentment, money's just going to compound those problems. And so to me, money is the result of doing things that you're passionate about, that you're really good at, and that the world needs. And so if you can find your God-given talents, what I call your brilliance, and you can find your purpose and passions in life, and you can combine those two tools, and you're actually serving a need both for yourself and society, the money will come. But if you don't believe that you're good enough or you have some sort of belief that money is bad because money is neither good nor bad. It is agnostic and it's just a tool. But there's an energy. I think you said it um, either off the air or on the air that your thoughts and your mindset. I mean, you're, there's I, I have this shaman that I see on a quarterly basis. He's an, he, he practices indigenous or if you read a great um, spiritual teacher and it doesn't matter what religion it is. It's a mindset. What you what you believe you will receive. And if you believe you're not good enough around money and your your thoughts basically become your prayers. So if you think money is bad or you're not good enough or I'm not worthy to have money, money will never manifest in your life. And if it does, it'll just disappear as quickly as it came. And so there's an energy, there's a mindset, there's a belief, and all of these things can be cultivated. It takes time, but we can cultivate those things. And as soon as you believe that you're good enough to have money, money will start appearing in your life. Very nice and very good advice. You hear the lightning out my window. Oh, <laughs> can you hear okay. the lightning out my window? It's really storming here. It's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, I have to check back then in the editing. So maybe I can pick it up. But I think this is what makes podcasting so real because you really have this atmosphere of wherever this person is at the moment. So and also fantastic to talk with you cross country here. So <laughs> you are at oh, another know, continent. So cool. But podcasting makes know, it so possible. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Six hour time difference. It's late evening there. It's early. Uh, it's late afternoon here. It's just so cool. And that, you know, it's and it's amazing how we are as human beings at our cores. We're all just the same. We're all trying to do the best we can in the best way possible for ourselves and our families and our community. So it's so cool to to have this conversation when we're actually six hours apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, thousands of miles as well. But uh, we yes. have a, a direct yes. connection. And I think but this is also uh, just an example on what you can do with your thoughts because we are doing this interview because I had the thought of interviewing you and I found you and I made it happen. So we are talking now and it started with this thought like radiating out on and you were on the right frequency so it clicked and we are now talking so there's almost magic involved I think and I think it's really this thing you have to be on the right frequency and as you mentioned Tommy I think gratitude is a really good thing I think gratitude and love are the highest frequencies you can get and send out and You can't be in a in a bad mood and attract bad things when you are grateful for everything you have in your life. Gosh, I couldn't believe you. I, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, 
gratitude and love, you know, the, uh, the great spiritual traditions, all of them say the exact opposite of love is fear. And most of the, the, the poor decisions we make as countries, as human beings, as cultures comes out of fear. And the best decisions we make come out of love. And when you get in a grateful, self-loving, self-respecting, you believe in yourself, positive mindset, the people that will manifest in your life, the opportunities that will manifest in your life, both professionally, personally, and with your relationships, it's, it's off the chart. And it truly is magic. And to me, magic is such a beautiful word because some traditions call it spirit. Some people call it universal intelligence. Some people call it instincts. Um, it doesn't matter what words you use. It's this cosmic force that makes the acorn an oak. It's the force that makes our heartbeats beat without us asking. Birds fly, the sky blue, and how we're all related and connected. And magic such a beautiful word. And universal intelligence and energy, whatever you want to call it, spirit, it really does unite us all. And so... Um, you just got to believe to receive. And to me, the message will be there when people are ready to hear it. Yes, you're absolutely right with that. And I, I think also magic stands for things we can't explain and we oh, don't so have to explain. So it's in this classic magic show that is entertainment. You should sit there and just enjoy the astonishment without trying to find out how it's done. And your life is also easier when you don't have to find out how everything is working together and how the universe or whatever you would like to call it delivers the results you want to have. So you are more free when you let go of this attachment of finding out and maybe the results will show up in a completely different place than you have expected. Oh, completely agree. Completely agree. And you've just got to be open to what's coming your way. But it's interesting. Let me ask you something, Victoria. Don't you think that the more work that you do on your mental, emotional, physical state, the more that work that you do, the more that we dive in to become more aware, um, it makes you more open and receptive to opportunities, both from a personal level, a relationship level, and a professional level. You just, once you know, you can't not know. And you know when you're not running on all frequencies. And that's what we try to do when we're either coaching, you know, when we're doing coaching with someone or we're doing uh, running retreats or running a masterminds is the ultimate goal is, is self-awareness and knowing, knowing you can be open to these opportunities and how do you stay in a positive abundance mindset as opposed to a fear competition envious slash jealous mindset. So I, I think I, I would, what's your thoughts on that, Victoria? Yeah, definitely. I think this is the most important point and this is also the starting point for everything that is happening around you. And it really matters in the state you are in. And I always tell people when I do magic shows on stage that the magician is the smartest person in the room because the magician is one step ahead of everything and knows a little bit more. And this is also why I explain people that magic is working because as magicians you are using tools people are not aware of and so they can't see it we are only seeing the patterns and things we know and this is the great thing and it's also as soon like you mentioned you know the tool that is working there 
you can never go back and ignoring it because you just know. But without knowing it, you just experience the magic. And this is the interesting part. And I think there are a lot of things we know. Then we have a lot of things we know we don't know. But then there is this big part of things we don't know we don't know. And I think this is where the real magic waits for you. Oh, completely agree. That is, I can't add anything to that. I think that's beautiful. Well, thanks. So, Tommy, you feel like a really centered person and you got rid of a lot of blocks in your life on several levels and in different areas of your life. Can you talk us a little bit through your day? How do you start your day and what are some good daily routines like practices tips the listeners can take away and put into play tomorrow in their lives great question and i think it's important for your audience and for me to be very transparent here the the reason i love this work so much the reason i love to coach individuals and to do public speaking and to run retreats to help people be their best selves is it, it's not because I'm a guru or some, you know, sage on the stage. I actually do this work every single day so that I can put on my big boy pants and I walk this journey with every person that I represent. They know that I'm not walking in front of them or behind them. I'm walking beside them. And so every single day I get up between five and 6 a.m. I do 30 minutes of exercise I do 20 minutes of meditation. I do 10 minutes of what I call innovation work, and that's where I sit and think on a topic and write down everything that comes to me. I have a series of about 12 to 15 books. I usually pick up three or four of them a day and read an excerpt out of them, and these are books from the great spiritual traditions, um, from Christianity to Taoism to Islamic faith, but it's also a lot of motivational books stuff from the Stoics and just, just some books, some self-development and books that every day when I read, one of them is Men's Search, Man's Search for Meeting. Um, that's a great book that I pick up on a daily basis. Uh, the Prophet's another book that I pick up as well as As a Man Thinketh. And I don't read all, I don't read the excerpts out of all 15 a day, but I'll pick one, two or three and just open them up and get some ancient wisdom out of those. And also it helps me to believe in myself and to know that my thoughts actually become actions and habits in my life. And so I meditate, I pray, I do an innovation exercise, I exercise, I walk my dog, I have a, a gratitude journal that I write in every day. I put five or six things that I'm grateful for, um, and I do that every single day of my life. Um, and so every day that I wake up, I spend between 60 minutes to two hours on myself, depending on what situation I'm in emotionally and mentally. And the reason I do this is so that first I can serve myself because I believe, I believe this at the bottom of my heart. And this is not selfishness. This is just true, that we have to serve and love ourselves first so that we can serve our relationships, our communities, our friendships, our businesses, and our clients. And so I spend two hours a day on me, so no matter what comes my way during the day, good, bad, or indifferent, whether it's going to be something that was unexpected, a death in the family, or something really positive and great, I will be centered and kill. I'll be center, centered and ready for anything that comes my day. So 60 minutes to an hour every day, 
and this is important too. I always close my, I always close my day. I put my electronics down at the end of the day. So there's got to be a time frame that you're not looking at electronics anymore because news, Facebook and phones, they'll just suck all your energy out. And I make sure before I go to sleep that I tell my wife three to five things that I'm grateful for in my life. And I also try to read something very positive before I go to bed so that my dreams and my mindset is really positive before closing my eyes. So those are my daily routines. And by the way, Victoria, I have a one-page document, what I call my life is significance plan. And if anybody in your audience wants it, I'll be happy to email it to them. It's literally everything I just told you and a little bit more, some rules I live my life by too. So that helps me be the best human that I can be in order to be as successful as I can be. I'd be more than happy to share that. Very great. That is fantastic, Tommy. So I'm going to put this in the show notes, the link for people to find it. And also talking about that, you mentioned before I've hit the record button that there is a new book coming up. Can you give us a few insights around that? Yes, I'm so picked up. Uh, I'm so pumped up about this. It's been in the making now for over a year. Um, we are in the process of finalizing the writing of the book. We hope the final draft, it was picked up by a New York publishing house called Morgan James. We're so excited about that. The publishing process takes about um, seven to eight months after the draft is done. And so we've got about a month and a half left on finalizing the work. It's called From Pawn to King. That means it'll be out within uh, probably first quarter, late first quarter of 2019, somewhere around the April timeline. But it's called From Pawn to King for a reason. So many of us who are very ambitious, driven people who want to be successful and happy in life is we get caught up in the game that, you know, cultural rules, societal rules, family rules that really anchor us down. And when we think we're trying to build ourselves up as kings, we're really pawns in a bigger system. And it's not until you're honest with yourself, you're truthful with yourself, that you can find your higher purpose, meaning in life and significance and really rediscover your brilliance that you truly become your own king because then you're setting your own rules and you're not being caught up in the opinions of others. You're not being caught up in societal nonsense and we're not letting news or world events affect us because we know our highest truth. We know why we were put here and we use our God-given talents to serve ourselves, our businesses and our families. And so it's a set of tools. It's a set of great stories, including my story. There's a hero's journey of my story in it from coming from home humble beginnings to ending up in jail as a young man to overcoming my collapse at 36 to to really find this path in life of fulfillment and happiness and it's got a lot of stories of other great inspiring people but the most important thing that it has it's going to have simple and basic tools that if you choose to do those or implement those in your life that it will lead you to that life of meaning that you've always been looking for and so that's what Palm to King is going to be about and you can you can pre-sign up for that on either the Choose Goodness Now website or TommyBreedLove.com so either one of those places you can do a pre-order there for when the book comes out Perfect so what would be the best way for the listeners to connect with you? I love to hear from people directly 
I absolutely will respond. Sometimes it takes me about 24 to 36 hours to respond. Victoria, I think you and I have been because I've got a <laughs> lot of demands on my time. I'm on a lot of corporate boards. I've got a lot of coaching clients and I'm on the road doing public speaking. But if you email me directly at Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com, I will respond to you. It won't be one of the members of my team. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about your journey and your story. I would love to hear about your tragedies and triumphs. And I would love to jump on a call with you for 15 minutes. We can do video calls. We can do Skype. It is, I've had clients all over the world. So it's just really exciting. I love to hear from people. And so the best way to reach me is at Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. Again, that's Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. And I'll be more than happy to respond back and love to hear everything about you and, and what you're doing great in life and what you're working on as well. I love that. Fantastic. So that is a really good offer for people to connect with you directly when they are interested to like take the next step and really make some big improvements in their lives. So I think we covered everything and the interview was working beside the storm outside Yay. in Atlanta. <laughs> and uh, the lightning's thunderstorm there. So Tommy, thank you so much for uh, being on Pure Mind Magic today. Any final thoughts? thoughts you have for the audience? Yeah, I'll close in this way. Um, it's important to participate in your own rescue. And what I mean by that is there's no, there's no one coming to save you and there's no magic pill to this life to find courage, self-love, respect, presence, and positivity and gratitude. It's hard work, but you must make a courageous, massive choice to do the work to become the best human that you can be. So my final word of advice is please, 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 you're worth it. You're totally worth it. Participate in your own rescue and let's walk this journey together. So that's what I would say. Fantastic words to close this episode. Thanks again, Tommy, for all your wisdom. And I'm looking forward to stay in touch with you. Victoria, you rock. I can't wait to see your magic show one day soon. I need to get over there and see you. It's going to be fantastic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you agree that this was really a great interview with amazing energy from Tommy Breedlove. So make sure to check out his new book as soon as it is available in the beginning of 2019. And of course, I will update the show notes. So whenever you're listening, maybe they are already there. So I thought about how I can inspire you further. And after talking about books, Tommy's new book and my new book, how podcasting can change your life. Maybe you are thinking of creating your own book or you have already a book in your mind. So for this, I found a great guest. Her name is Laura Peterson and she will be with me next Friday at Pure Mind Magic. She knows everything about book writing and maybe even more important about book publishing, launching and book promoting because I think a lot of people are missing this part after writing the book. So she's also a podcaster or has been a podcaster. So there she emerges both worlds and know exactly what you need as a podcaster and what is important to really become an 
author. So we will talk about book marketing and book writing, the creative process and also how you can make money from writing books. Make sure to tune in next Friday. And when you really like this episode, please leave a comment for Tommy Breedlove and his amazing wisdom he shared with us today. Until next week, create some magic.